guys, welcome back to another episode of That Girl Next Door's podcast, where we talk everything content related, content creating, all the fun jazz, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, today, I have a very special guest. I have Haunted Youth here. Hi! <laughs> all right, Haunted, me. tell the boys, girls, and the non-binary folks, what do you do on the internet? Hi, everyone. Um, I'm that spooky bitch on the internet. We can curse, right? Is that fine? Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, so I'm Haunted Youth. I go by Haunted or Brit. You can call me either of those. Um, And I'm kind of like a feral girl on the internet, if you will. Um, Some people are like that girl, the it girl. I'm the feral girl. So (laughs) if that gives you any idea of like what I do on the internet. Um, I do Twitch. I do TikTok. I do pricey stuff somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Um, And also, I just like to have a good time. I like to play spooky stuff on my stream. I like to do a lot of nerdy stuff like D&D, GTARP, um, World of Warcraft, just Fortnite. You know, I do it all. So I'm just happy to be here. I also like to talk a lot. So this is perfect for me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you found time in your very, very busy schedule for me Absolutely. to... Uh, to make some time to come over. So I appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your day for me. Uh, okay, so you just listed off all the socials that you're on. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your favorite and your least favorite? It, it could be either what platform is either like the most toxic and that makes you not like it or what requires too much work and it's just like exhausting. Mm, my favorite is probably, probably Twitter because you can basically post whatever you want on there for the most Mm -hmm. part, even though it is toxic. I feel like you don't have to like personally worry as much about exactly what you post on there. I mean, you kind of do now because of the new rules and stuff, but um, I say like probably my least favorite is TikTok just because even though I like making the videos, it's just so much time and effort and like for so little views half the time. Like sometimes you'll get a really good video pop off, but you're also spending hours and hours and hours and hours of like tons of videos, at least for me personally, that get like 200 views and like 20 likes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I just spent like two days on this. So whatever. <laughs> but I mean, you know, everyone says like, everyone's told me that every single TikTok you make is just a lottery ticket that you're purchasing. So that's how I try to look at it. <laughs> Eventually you'll maybe win the lottery. You just got to keep trying. I love that mindset. That's that's really good. I I feel like all the other socials are almost like free advertisement to redirect back to Twitch because like that's like my main platform where I it's just so easy just to live stream like just get ready and live stream you it's no editing and no posing and getting all the the excess bullshit set up and and done. So yeah, I feel the same way about TikTok. Now I have a question since you mentioned that. Do you feel like your reels on Instagram are doing better than your TikToks? It's a good question. Um, honestly, I would say 100% yes. Like, um, especially when I made sure that I was doing like the whole safe talk thing, um, where I wasn't having the TikTok logo on my reels. Oh. Um, that made a huge difference. And I've learned that apparently Instagram and YouTube won't push them out if you have the TikTok logo on there um some of them they might get lucky with but for the most part um if you go through that save talk website and you and it's free because i know there's some applications you can use on your phone that you have to pay for but the save talk website is free um and you just like don't even have to download anything i don't know if you know about that i can send it to you later but um 
literally it's made all the difference and not only has like Instagram been popping off and I got like monetized on there finally it's not that much it's like $50 <laughs> a month but that's better than nothing right um, and you don't even have to hit a certain number of views you just have to make five videos and it's $10 a video with a five video cap um, is what like my offer is currently um, and before I started posting the reels, like I didn't even have availability to do monetization. Like I was posting some of my stuff from TikTok, but mm -hmm. I noticed once I started posting the stuff without the like logo on there and posting really consistently that I was like doing a, a lot better and it was getting pushed out really far. That's wild. I, so first of all, I didn't even know that having the TikTok logo on there almost like basically cock blocked you. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know that there was somewhere that like will just take that logo off of your already pre-made TikTok. Yeah, it's so nice. You literally just have to like, I'll send it to you after this because like it's a lifesaver because you literally just type in the website, you copy the link to your TikTok, paste it in mm -hmm. there and it downloads it for you with the sound but without the, you know without the logo yeah. and it's so nice because I looked at some other apps before that site came out and you had mm -hmm. to literally like pay a crap ton of money per month just to do that and half the time it like wouldn't even work and the fact that they won't push it out without that I feel like it kind of sucks because I don't know about you but I don't really like making original stuff within the Instagram or the YouTube like apps like as far as right. reels go it's really hard I don't know if you've tried but I just I personally think it's like really hard to do no uh what i have been kind of playing around with i haven't published any of the tiktoks because i haven't like loved them uh, mm -hmm. but i what i will do actually is i will do the beginning part of the tiktok save mm -hmm. it or like publish it so save my camera roll immediately delete it and then like keep doing that in increments and then go into like an editing app edit it all together and then upload it and normally mm -hmm. i'll like cancel out all the noise and then re-put the song on top of it. But then that way when I'm publishing those clips and stuff like together, I have the sound so I know like what I'm supposed to be doing, if that makes sense. No, that absolutely makes sense. Cause otherwise I've always wondered how people were doing that. Cause I know a mm -hmm. lot of people do like out of, you know, TikTok editing or they mm -hmm. use like a better camera or something. And I'm like, how are they doing this? But I guess they're just trying to sync the sound like as closely as they can, yep. like using that. So. That makes a lot of sense because I was like, how are they doing that? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I've noticed a lot of people use like legit like DSLR cameras and that's why mm -hmm. like their shit is like top tier. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really a trial and error with like editing. That's really mm -hmm. all it is. And I feel like it's all about transitions right now too. Like, and it's mm -hmm. hard because I feel like for a while it was like you could get some viral videos by kind of just like taking your own spin on stuff. But right mm -hmm. now it's like, I feel like there's not really a lot of trends happening right now. I don't know if it's because it's like the beginning of the year or what's going on, but I feel like there hasn't been that many sounds. Um, there really hasn't been that much to like go off of right now. So I'm yeah. like, hopefully that'll pick up. But otherwise, like I feel like TikTok's going to have to change like yet again in their algorithm because it's like what, like right now, I only, I don't even know if I liked, I might have liked like one Megan video or something. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but like they are pushing that so hardcore right now because like that marketing is insane. And I think they're pushing it to everyone. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's I haven't crazy. seen it on TikTok. I've been getting those on uh, YouTube, like when I'm watching YouTube, because I don't mm -hmm. want to pay, I don't pay for the ads to be gone. I don't really care. I'll don't save either. the $15. <laughs> but... 
honestly, because of the advertisement, I'm like, okay, I kind of low-key want to see that movie. So, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> for sure. No, I haven't seen those on TikTok, though. I'm actually surprised. Okay, maybe I'm just being targeted then. I don't know, because I'm spooky or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the, it's the algorithm it's what content you're liking and you, if you That's did true. like one of their ads then they're like oh let me show you 50 more because then she'll for sure go see the movie yeah for real and now I'm going to see it on Tuesday so I guess it works I don't know <laughs> no it's not their marketing working <laughs> yeah well you know what's even crazier though is I so I know you briefly mentioned like YouTube. Do you do like YouTube stuff at all? I do reels, but I usually just post what I have on TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. I've done like I've posted my channel trailers on there, and I would really like to do more content on there. But so many people have told me that it's like a dying art or something to do the actual videos, which I know like probably isn't true. It's just maybe a matter of people's luck type of a thing but I also know people that have been on YouTube for years and that was like their main thing and now they're focusing on Twitch because it's like kind of more the meta now so it's not that I don't want to do YouTube videos it's just that it does require a lot of editing and stuff like that so yep. I have been told like one of the best things to do is kind of like what we're doing right now is like you know recording a podcast that can go on YouTube that can go everywhere else or just like finding time within your streams to do like a certain bit like reading reddit stories or like you know doing something where you're not really interacting with chat that much and then mm -hmm. you know being able to clip that entirety and then put it on youtube as like a yep. video um because it's good to just have that i think it's it's good to have content like ready for people because a lot of people i know they have our vods and stuff on twitch but most people probably aren't going to click on those that's like way too long for them to go through so if we just have like pieces of our streams that we're proud of it's probably good to like have them on youtube and stuff yeah and i think like has that been beneficial for you as far as like posting your stuff on youtube so way back in the day i used to have a youtube channel where i exclusively did uh makeup content mm -hmm. uh something i realized recently actually because i uh so i have a youtube channel because i actually had a copyright claim a few videos that people had taken from my stream and publishing for their own profit uh so i created a youtube channel just so i could be able to do that and with full mm -hmm. intention to start putting content out there but i haven't quite got to it just because i feel like with all the platforms that i'm constantly trying to keep up on i end up getting mm -hmm. behind and then overwhelmed and so i'm like 2023 is going to be the year I get my shit together so that I can be able to put out everywhere like I want to. But mm -hmm. I've been pushing all my VODs to a VOD channel on YouTube. Because then that way, A, if I, like, want to just post, like, a rerun, I can just, like, put mm -hmm. my YouTube video up. And it's, you know, still fun and me interacting with chat and everything because it's a VOD. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, since they are longer in case people do want to watch them, because, you know... Twitch will delete VODs after two weeks, uh, mm -hmm. then they're up there. And if I ever want to go back and be able to have the option to clip things or like take from that or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're, you know, like a nice archive. But uh, in the back end, I have noticed that there are a lot of settings you have to double, triple check so that people Ooh. either can't claim that your content when it's yours. So people can't uh, do copyright or not copy they're common mm -hmm. common attributes or some dumb shit uh where they if you want people to be able to clip your stuff and then like kind of like uh tiktok where you do the like split screen bullshit 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, there was God. There was another setting that like. Oh, and if you talk about any brands at all, brands can mm-hmm. actually clip that and use that in like their advertisement without even asking. Even if, if you don't turn that setting off, yes. Oh. Wow. So I there's didn't a lot of that. Yeah, there I feel like YouTube used to be a lot more just like simplistic and now they've mm-hmm. because they're such a money hungry company, they have added a lot of extra features and uh I don't necessarily think it's always for the best. Yeah, I would agree with that because that I never thought about that, but that is so smart of you to have a VOD like channel because I've been trying to do this thing where we have like a server that we have on an old computer so we can mm-hmm. use it as storage because um, the computer is like way too old to be used for anything else besides storage at this point. <laughs> um, and so I was having it basically like record on my VODs as I was streaming and then automatically just like put, dump them in the storage. But mm-hmm. it filled up so quickly. Like I have to, I had to stop after like maybe two months or something like and we had a good amount of storage. It was just like six to eight hours, like almost every day of content yeah. was like way too much to store. So I think I'll start doing that too, even if it's privated or whatever, like yeah. just so you have access. Cause I never thought about that, but that's like so smart. Cause that's, you know, it's not like you have to store it on your own computer for that like footage. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, have, I have a couple like external hard drives and honestly, the thought of plugging it in every week and moving tens of fifties of so many fucking gigs just sounds so awful yeah well that's what makes me wonder too you know how those people do like the tiktoks with the dslrs and stuff and i'm like i wonder realistically like how long it takes them to put that content together like maybe they have editors or whatever because i feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes when you get to that level where you are doing dslr content on the daily multiple day like videos a day you probably have to have an editor or or you're just like a superstar i don't know (laughs) but i feel like that would take so long because not only do you have to make sure that like you're doing the right thing on your dslr camera so that it matches up with the audio but then you're also having to like which is probably multiple takes in itself but then at the same time you're like okay then i have to go and upload it put it into an editor get it onto my phone like that is so much like content to take care of i'm like that has to take forever i get i guess that's why i get so many views but like i've even seen these girls on there that um i guess people really like povs like of fanfics that kind of thing like they were they're putting themselves in the movie like the, the tiktoker will put themselves like in harry potter or in twilight or in like game of thrones or something like that and pretend like the characters are talking to them but they literally edit themselves into the film and like have to do like green screen themselves into it it's crazy i'll have to send you some of those but i've it's like it's like movie level cinematic quality on tiktok and i'm like i guess they make their living from it but it's just insane to me i'm like this has to be hours of editing like you have to make sure you're standing in the correct spot on the green screen to interact with this character who's like you're having to rip from a movie and put it in there and then put yourself in there. I don't even understand how they do it. It's insane. Like, but there's people who have their entire channels based off of that. Like, just doing that, editing themselves into movies. I honestly, that makes me my brain hurt and sound like so much work. I give mm-hmm. them props. I, yeah. I, I get the process and I understand how it can be accomplished. But I think that the trial and error for me and the f- level of frustration 
would be too much for me to handle. I, I oh. honestly don't think I have it in me. No, I don't either. There's this one girl. Oh my God, I'll have to send you her. But it's crazy because like she does like she she's really beautiful as well, but she's like an editor. And mm -hmm. so I think that's why she made her TikTok account so that she could like, I guess, kind of promote her editing skills. But she's also like hot. So it's like, <laughs> how do you have it all? Like literally people are literally like so excited to like see you in these movies because you're like better looking than the actors and like you're also <laughs> the one that's editing them and I, I think that's how maybe she's gotten some editing jobs but I was like god dang like how do you have it all what is this whole package how do you get to be this girl <laughs> yeah some people just roll the dice and they uh they get the best hand at life mm -hmm. 100% <sighs> fuck it's unfair <laughs> No, and she, I bet she does have an amazing personality on top of it. I bet she's oh, just, like, no. such a good, like, literally everything is just, like, perfect for her. Yeah, and she probably also still has time to, like, volunteer, like, the animal <laughs> shelter and pet every single puppy and bring them on long walks on the beach, you know? And raise, raise money for the, the homeless kids and... Oh, 100%. And she probably has green juice in the morning and, you know... Gets up at 6 a.m. Go, yeah, goes to the like gym. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and she's fit, too. I was like, oh, my God. Of there course she is. Where, I'm like, where is the lie? There has to be... So, oh, nobody God. is this good. I'm like, maybe I'm just too mentally ill for that. I don't know. <laughs> Same. Mm -mm. Okay. So, how, how long... I guess I didn't do my research too well. I'm sorry. How long have you been on, like, Twitch? Because I'm assuming Twitch is your main platform at this point in time. Yeah, Twitch is definitely my main platform. Um, I've had a really weird history with Twitch, I'm not going to lie. Um, so I actually started streaming when I was still in high school. So, like, oh, okay. I'm 26 now, by the way. So I started streaming, um, I think it was, like, 20... 13 or four. I think it was 2014 because I went to 2015 TwitchCon because um, okay. I graduated in 2015. So I remember that. Um, and I used to just main The Sims. Um, and it was actually insane because I still love my parents at the time and stuff. And like I was doing pretty good for like back in the day. I didn't have like a crap ton of followers, but I only did it for a couple months. And I had like 600 something followers. My average was pretty good for like, you know, back in the day, whatever. But it got so toxic. The Sims community was like feral. Oh my god, and not in a good way. It was it was terrible. I mean, I played like Overwatch and Fortnite, but every single person that came in my chat was like, "Can you make me into a Sim?" And if I didn't, then they were like, "No, I don't want to be here." So I literally got into this like vicious cycle of like making chat members into Sims. But at that time, like there was such a delay because like the technology was just like not there. Yeah, and so. It would take literally so long to make one character because I'd have to be like, okay, like, what, what, like, uh, what do you want next? And like, what do you want changed? I mean, you know, all the options on The Sims, like, that would take fucking forever. So that shit was just brutal. And eventually I had to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not making any more of you into Sims. If you don't want this, I don't care. Go get a game. Like, I can't. This is taking literally the entire time I'm streaming to make like one person. Um, so I did that for a while, but the real reason I stopped was because someone doxed me and yeah i don't know who it was i don't know how that happened because i was very small i wasn't like i even really interacted with anybody else on twitch either yeah. like i wasn't really collaborating or doing anything i think it was probably because at the time like i 
no, I, I don't know. I, like, I hadn't really lived anywhere else. Like, I only lived with my parents and stuff. And so it was really easy to, I guess, like, figure out my address if someone knew my name, mm-hmm. um, which I never put my last name on there. But I guess there was people that knew me, I guess, IRL. And I don't know if that somehow, you know, I don't know who it was, but they basically put a bot in my chat with, like, my address, which was terrifying so it just kept spamming like my address and my name and like all this stuff and i was like oh my oh god my god Ugh. so and i was like underage then too not underage but like I, I don't know i was like 17 or something so i mean i guess i was but not like i wasn't like 13 or something right. um, but uh at that time i was like not really sure what to do so i stopped because i was like scared first of all um and also like the sims people were being kind of toxic i was like i gotta get away yeah. from these people um so then i basically stopped after that and then i took a big break i still went to twitchcon 2015 um but it was mostly just as like a viewer Mm -hmm. i didn't really you know do anything that much and i came back for maybe like a month a few times but it just never really stuck because i was like trying to go through college and do all these other things and i was like i don't have time for this um and at the time i'd kind of like lost passion for video games i don't really know how that happened but i didn't play video games for literally like two years straight um except for like animal crossing on the switch (laughs) so i mean that that was kind of like a weird time for me because i was so used to like games being really i don't know like a safety place for me like a safe yeah. place and a fun place and then i was like didn't even want to be on my computer i didn't want to do anything it probably was just my job at the time um but <clears throat> once i moved uh i like moved over to austin or whatever and uh <clears throat> i started streaming again when i lived in a different part of texas but uh I was like, you know what? I missed this. I really missed this. And I got my passion for games back and it took me a while. And I was like, you know what? I actually think I can commit to this and I want to commit to this. Um, And so basically I started again in what, 2021, I guess, or no, 2022. I I don't know. Wait, I think so. And I haven't been back for a full year. I basically committed to streaming basically not maybe not full time but like basically like committing to it last mm-hmm. june so like this june will be like a year officially so i've been on twitch for a long time but at the same time i didn't really stream consistently at all um and so it's weird because sometimes i'll have people come back and they're like oh my god i remember when you were like in high school and i'm like i hope you weren't the one that docks me <laughs> I'm like, oh my god <laughs> but <laughs> you know um but now i'm kind of in a community where everyone is a streamer or most people are streamers and like most people get it mm-hmm. um and so that's been really nice because i've met a lot of people and it's helped me stay in it for sure um and just like kind of reaffirmed like why i want to do it and it's a lot easier because i have people to collaborate with i think before the reason it didn't stick was because i didn't have anyone to like do anything with so it was really boring and right. that was before just chatting was like popular too so we even have that you like had to play games right yeah, it's actually kind of crazy to, like, look back at where Twitch started compared to, like, where it is now, where I'm allowed to get drunk in my bathtub and shake my ass, and Twitch is like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, before they'd be like, um, no, stop. Permanent man. Like, yeah, they'd be like, a goodbye, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but it's just so weird, and, like, it's it was weird coming back, I think, too, because it's, like, you had to think about where you came from and it makes you kind of scared to like do anything because you're yeah. like oh my god this was like 
this was so bad before like it wasn't allowed and i think even twitchcon has been a lot different too um have you ever been to any of the twitch cons or do you think i have not that was going to be one of my questions uh what has your experience been now that you're like you know not as much a viewer and you're an actual content creator Mm -hmm. with with a you know a community what was it like did you end up running into like fans and like people of your community like i know you hung out with other streamers that were like your friends Mm -hmm. um but did you have people like oh my god i want to take a picture with you because i watch your streams did like you have any like things like that so it was weird because i actually did like there was one viewer that um he's in a lot of my friends communities and i knew he was going to be there and he ended Mm -hmm. up being like the nicest dude and i ended up meeting up with him um and we just like talked for a few minutes and like took a picture or whatever um but i didn't have anyone else specifically there were some people that told me after the fact that they were like yeah like i saw you but i didn't want to say anything you look busy or whatever um but some a lot of my friends had people come up to them that are like bigger streamers um Mm -hmm. and it was kind of surreal for a lot of them because it was their first time having people like recognize them um and i feel like it's kind of weird too because you're attending this convention but then it's like anyone can walk up to you and be like hey but i i feel like most people respected it in that sense it's not like they're like okay like we're your viewer what can we hang out like the whole day like i don't think personally i didn't hear anyone experiencing anything like that Mm -hmm. but that's probably what my fear would be if i was a bigger person but i know that they also did have the partner lounge for partners to kind of like have a place to go for a second and like take a breather and then can come back out so i know a lot of the big people like hassan and like all of those like really like ludwig all those really Mm -hmm. big people like they definitely like kind of were more like guided through the through the um convention than everyone else i didn't really see them walking around as much just like hanging out i feel like they all had certain agendas so i feel like if you're on that top tier you probably have more of a schedule going on sure but if you're just someone who's like a partner who's like mid-level whatever you probably just enjoy it and then some people come up to you but i think i I think if you're really big they they really seemed like they had stuff going on and people like guarding them and and things like that honestly like i understand uh big creators having like those like stalkers and like people Mm -hmm. being obsessed with them and and trying to dox them and and follow them and you know try to hang out with them all day but honestly, mm-hmm. as a smaller creator, I almost feel like we also have those issues because then people feel like it's more okay and they can get away with it because we're not, like, famous. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, I almost feel like creators of, like, our size are kind of in that really weird area where we're not, not so small that, like, we're going to be unrecognized, but we're also mm-hmm. not famous. So we're at, they don't really see us as an actual person, but we're not famous. So they... I feel like they can almost justify it in their head. So I would be, I would definitely not go to TwitchCon by myself. I would have to yeah. go with a group of people because, yeah, I would genuinely be kind of scared. Not because mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm going to be recognized, but if I do, and let's say it just happens to be the person who whispers me constantly and is asking for inappropriate, obnoxious things, like mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be those times that like shit's gonna hit the fan and it's gonna be kind of terrifying yeah i think that is scary because it's like they can almost be like oh like we could be friends and you're like Mm -hmm. no no like i know that you're in my stream and stuff but that doesn't automatically it's not that we can't become friends or it's 100 percent not gonna Mm -hmm. happen but it's like you can't expect that from somebody just because you watch them online like yep you know what i mean just because of our size or whatever like yes we may not be you know 
cutie Cinderella, but it doesn't <laughs> automatically mean like we're going to vibe with you instantly and we're going to be besties. Like, you know, and I think like, I know some people had the issue of like people that they had banned in their stream coming up to them and being like, oh, why no. did you get exactly? Yeah. So I never really thought about that, but that also kind of makes me nervous. Cause I'm like, oh, imagine shit. if they went to TwitchCon to like confront you, you know? And what's even, like, they can still see your other social so they know you're at TwitchCon. Or if you post mm-hmm. a selfie at, like, this backdrop area, then they go over there to, like, find you. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. That also, that sounds awful. That's what I'm saying. And, like, there's also, I don't know if you saw, but I think on the TwitchCon website, like, you can see who's bought tickets. Like, if they have a Twitch account, you can type in their name and see if they have a ticket. Why? Why would they do I don't that? Because it was like, oh, see if your favorite like partners like going to the to TwitchCon, and I'm like, I don't really think that should be something that they do. Like, yeah, no. that's fine if like a partner wants to announce that they're going, but say that they just bought a ticket just in case, or like, I don't, I just never would want anyone planning on going to the convention just for me, if that makes sense, because right. I feel like that's really motivated and I'd rather them just be like yeah I want to go to TwitchCon and like maybe my favorite people might be there but like it doesn't really matter I'd rather just go and like see everything and enjoy the convention not like I'm going for this one person and if I don't see them then I'm not gonna go like that just seems like very that it just opens a door that I don't really want open you know right yeah I know for sure okay so since you've been to TwitchCon uh could you bring Mm -hmm. like pepper spray or would they like confiscate that i'm pretty sure they would have confiscated it they checked our bags and stuff um Mm -hmm. and with the mask policy and everything like they they didn't really uphold it that much to be honest they ended up giving out masks and things like that but they they also checked bags but i didn't see them really confiscate anything from anyone but at the same time we weren't allowed to bring like big bags anyways Mm -hmm. um so i but I feel like you should be able to have some, they have security guards there. So I guess that's what they're saying. Like, I guess if something happens, you go to security guard, but I'm like, what if there's not one around, you know, like, what are you supposed to do? I think that's why a lot of people actually brought their own security. Like a lot of streamers that were worried about it. Yeah. But then I almost feel like that, like, yes, you have to do what's best for you and your safety, Mm -hmm. but it almost, it's either going to look like you think you're better than other people but instead you're just actually looking out for yourself. Or I almost wonder if that would maybe deter people from coming up and wanting to talk to you or maybe take away from like the fun in general. That's what I thought too. Cause it's like, you have someone hovering over you constantly. Yeah. Like maybe if it was just like a friend that you had that you would trust to like step in if you needed it, that would be fine. Yeah. But I feel like hiring someone just for that purpose, unless you knew them and they were like a good friend would just be really awkward throughout the entire convention in my opinion. Like, I just, I don't know that I would want that. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know that you live in a fairly large city. Uh, yeah. I live in a relatively large city. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm totally fine with letting people know that, like, I live in Ohio. Yeah. And that I'm from Iowa. You know, I don't, I don't really go into, like, Pacifics and cities and stuff for my own security, just in case. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I I have a lot of people that will come and stream and they'll be like, oh, I'm also from Ohio. And it's like, mm-hmm. no one has been, like, weird or, like, mm-hmm. suspicious. 
But what I'm, you know, I'm going to the grocery store or I'm going to the pet store or I'm going out with some friends. And the next thing I know, I run into somebody who's been in my stream and then they yeah. know my city. And then if they try to follow me home, like, I understand that I am putting myself out there on the internet and mm-hmm. I, people are fucking weird and crazy. That's mm-hmm. going to happen no matter what. Even if I don't put myself on the fucking internet, I could have homeboy follow me home from the grocery store because he kept catcalling me. Like, you know, For crazier real? shits yeah. happened. But uh, it's it's kind of scary to think about. Like, I, it almost makes me want to move to a, like a small town. But then if I ever do, like, an IRL stream and I'm, like, going to, like, a mom-and-pop restaurant, then it's going to be easier to dox me because I'll be able to find, like, that one place in this one area. Oh, 100%. Well, that's that's interesting you said that because I um, previously lived in a small town and I didn't realize this one streamer was from the same town as me. Mm -hmm. And then they went to this park to do, like, some sort of... Like, um, I think it was when Pokemon Go was popular or something like that. And I was like, I know where that is. No way they live here. Like, it was just so, I was like, maybe it's just because I would know. I mean, not that I would ever say anything, but sure. it was just one of those things where I'm like, it is a little bit easier, especially if it is smaller because there's less, like, things that look similar. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this one park is very easily recognizable and stuff. But then it's like, at the same time, the only reason I knew that is because I'm from there or whatever, right. you know? But, I mean luckily i wouldn't say shit about that but i think it's also weird here in austin because you can't really hide that you're in austin it's it's like there's so many people here i don't know is it is it popular do you have like streamer people around you at all if i do i don't know it yeah or i don't know it yet like for instance when i lived in florida uh i had raided this girl uh i was doing a pool stream and choosing a pool stream and i raided her and Mm -hmm. i uh, some I had asked her, I'm like, oh, are you in Florida? She's like, yeah. And so then I whispered her, I'm like, are you in such and such city? And she's like, how'd you know that? I'm like, I've been there. I've been yeah. around there. And we ended up becoming friends and, like, um, collabing together. But, like, just like you said, you recognize one thing. And, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say it to the whole chat. But, like, yeah. you know, it is those small things that could accidentally give away where you're at. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it's, especially with me living by myself, I don't know if you've ever seen my dogs, but they're not big attack dogs, even though they think they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Same do here. have a camera, <laughs> I have cameras set up, but like, yeah. you know, realistically, like if somebody found out where I lived or saw me out and about and like followed me home, like I'm kind of fucked. For like, real? I'll pepper spray them. I always keep pepper spray on my keychain, but like. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really and then scary. They still know where you're at. Like they may get away at that point and run away, but you're like, then they still know where I am. Like exactly. It honestly, I think if I was ever in that position, I would just immediately try to move. I I wouldn't yeah. even live in the same city anymore. I would just get a U-Haul for, for the ner- very fuck next day. I would figure out my leasing shit, and I would just like, okay, well, if I just have to live out of the U-Haul for a week until I find a new place, like honestly, like. That's what nightmares are made of. No, for real. I know people that have had to do that. Like, it's crazy. Really? Yeah. Like, or I know a lot of people that have gotten recognized. Like, especially the bad thing is that, like, yes, it's great because there's a ton of people to collaborate with here. Mm -hmm. Like, it's awesome. Yep. The bad thing is that 
people know there's a lot of streamers here. So they're very much like, like, for example, like, I know people that get recognized at, like, the gym. And sometimes people are really cool with it, and sometimes people are really creepy about it. So it really just depends. And then it's like, at that point, you probably don't even feel safe going to your gym because you're like, okay, well, is this person just going to, like, stalk me and eventually one time, like, try to kidnap me or something? Like, I know that's probably crazy, but, like, you never know where they're going to follow right. you home or whatever. Um, and some people are really nice about it. They're like, oh, hey, like, I like your streams or whatever. This never happened to me, but I just know a lot of people that... It has happened to, or like you get recognized at like the grocery store or something like that, and by like one of the workers, and then the worker knows probably where you're at because it's like, you know, if if they see you coming in all the time, then they're gonna know like that you live in the area, and it's a lot easier to find like exactly where you live because Austin's really big, but it's just it's kind of scary because it's known that there's a lot of people here, so mm. it's like oh like let's see where we can find them type of thing. Like, I even went to a GameStop, and um, this guy was talking about... Uh, it was, like, one of the workers, and he was talking about someone, like, I knew. And I was like, oh, like, I know that guy. And he was like, oh, my God, you know him? And I was like, not, like, personally. I just, like, have... Like, he's affiliated with someone I know. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I was just like... Oh, this is, but it was just weird. I was just like, ew. I don't know what's going on here. But I'm also not a person to, like, name drop. Like, if I know sure. people, I'm not going to be, like... I mean, I just said that I knew him because I've never actually met him. I was like, yeah, I sure. know who he is. I know who you're talking about. But I wasn't like, yeah, like, I know where he I'm like, he doesn't. He didn't even live in Austin, so it didn't matter. But I was just like, it's so weird that, like, Twitch is so big but also so small at the same time. Well, it's actually funny you should say that because, like, last night my dumbass thought it was a good idea to play Call of Duty after the tub stream. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, of course – being a girl playing video games that's, you know, dominated by males, mm-hmm. uh, whenever they hear a girl, they either think that we're a child or they're like, oh my god, there's a girl here. Which, get yeah. over yourself. I feel like video games are for everybody and it's been like that for so fucking long, but whatever. Yeah. But I, uh, they're like, oh, because, you know, my username is Hot and Blonde for mm-hmm. Call of Duty as well. And they're like, I bet she's not even hot. And me drunk i'm like well go check out my twitch and they're like what is twitch and i'm like there's still people out there that don't even know what twitch is how do you be on call of duty and not know what twitch is like maybe they exclusively watch youtube content but even then i feel like a lot of youtubers like there i found someone's twitch because i saw their youtube like videos so like that's why like doing cross-platform stuff like helps promote like both ways but, like, yeah. so I didn't know that this person streamed be- until, like, they either, I think I recognized, like, their alerts or something, and ch- like, mm-hmm. on their clips and stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's Twitch. But, yeah, so there are legit people that don't even know that Twitch is a thing, which is fucking mind-blowing to me. No, 100%. I mean, I it was weird because my gynecologist asked me, she was like, oh, like, what do you do for, like, a living or whatever? And I was like, oh, like, Twitch or whatever. And she was like, what is that? Like, I was like, and I had to tell my therapist, too, because she had no idea what that was because I was, like, trying to explain, like, oh, this is, like, what I do and whatever. And she was mm-hmm. like, I have never heard of that, but, like, live your truth, girl. And I was like, okay, <laughs> She's like, this, this bitch is making like, shit up. She's telling real? lies. She's fabricating. She's like, what is this? She's mentally ill. Oh, no, no. Uh, I, I definitely understand, like, okay, 
I don't even feel like this is fair. I was going to say, I feel like older people, like, you know, mm-hmm. 40s, 50s, so on, might not know. But I completely disagree with that because there's plenty of people in my chat that are in that age range. So, like, honestly, I just feel like it's people just maybe being in their own little, like, Facebook bubble, perhaps. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I have a lot of people that are, like, in that age range, too. And I'm like, okay, it's not like it's completely unknown right. to people. Like... I mean, people are just going to pick and choose their own, like, hobbies, I guess. And if it's not on your hobby or your radar, like, you're not going to know about it. But I don't even know. It's just kind of crazy because it's like there's – and even, like, TwitchCon and stuff, whenever we went to the convention, there was people that were, like, locals around there that were just, like, doing Mm -hmm. their – because it was near downtown. And everyone was like, what is that? Like, I don't know what that is. Like, what kind of convention is that? Like, we got so many questions, like – but apparently TwitchCon is going to be in one of three places, um, which I don't, I don't know how I found this out. Somebody told me, I, hopefully it's true, but it's either going to be like Austin, Las Vegas, or where else did they say? Somewhere else. Oh, Orlando. Ooh. I, I, I would, I would go back down to Florida. Yeah. And that would be nice because then you could like if you wanted to do any type of like Disney trip or Universal, you could like rope it in with that and then like go with all your friends. So I lived in the city for a year mm-hmm. and a half with a very doable drive and not needing a hotel. Mm-hmm. And never went to Disney. What? For a year and a half that I lived there. Oh <gasps> you have to go. I mean, I <laughs> I used to think I was like a Disney adult. I'm not really a Disney adult, okay? I I'm just not anymore. Maybe I was, but I'm just spooky adult now. I don't know. <laughs> but I still really enjoy it. But I think it's it's like more fun if you have all your friends and you're yeah. like hanging out and like making jokes and like, you know, there's just so much stuff to do that it makes it nice. Did you ever go to Universal? No. Girl, it's even better. I, I've been to Six Flags. That's it. Oh, and I've been to Worlds of Fun. But I've never been to, like, anywhere big or exciting. Like, honestly, I shot myself in the foot so bad for not, like, just going. Like, I was right there. I wouldn't even have yeah. to pay for a fucking hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I fucked up. Like, I mean, you didn't know, though. And also, it's like, if you feel like you don't have a ton of people to go with, sometimes you're like, okay, what's the point? But I've noticed so many people that take solo trips there, actually. Like, I've that's like a whole thing that some people, even if they have people to go with, they're like, no, I just want to go on a solo trip. Because then you can literally ride all the rides and be in the single line rider <laughs> and just, like, ride everything really fast because, like, they have, you know, where they just need you to fill in somewhere. But I'm like... I don't know. I know some people that have, have, like, season passes and shit, too. And then they literally, like, if they live in Orlando, they'll just go to eat dinner at, like, Epcot and then go home. Like, I'm like, that's crazy. That's so wild. Yeah. Which I know it's expensive, though, to be honest, though. Like, so I get why it might have been harder to, like, make the push to go. Because, like, their tickets are not cheap, honestly. Even if you didn't have to pay for everything else, like, it still would have been a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't even really, like, the money issue for me. It was, I, so, like, my sister decided to move down uh, shortly after Mm -hmm. I moved. I'm not the biggest fan of her. And I had a really, really hard time making friends down in Florida, actually. Uh, And I'm kind of sad because, like, after I moved, I found out how many potential streamer friends I could have had that lived near me. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, fuck, I could have had friends sooner. But the whole reason why I 
started streaming like again and and regularly was because I just wanted people to talk to. I I just yeah. I, I was lonely. Oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Is- I I'm I'm happier in Ohio for sure. Uh, I mean, I do mm-hmm. miss the warm weather so much, but uh, I've made some some solid friends here so far. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. And since I've been continuing with with all my Twitch mm-hmm. stuff, you know, I do get to make internet friends, whether it be people from chat or other streamers. So I mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with where I'm at. Uh, I don't love people all the time, so like. I kind of like to be a homebody and just hang out. Yeah. So. 100%. Okay. I'm so you guy. talked about doxing your incident, mm-hmm. and then you also talked about the toxic sim community, which still kind of blows my mind. I know. What? What other like more recent since you've been like consistently streaming? What recent like just awful thing just like lives in the back of your head? that you just want to push out, but just like won't leave? Honestly, I think it's the whole issue about the DVD community, Dead by Daylight. I, I don't talk about it a lot. I know it sounds <laughs> weird, but that community, girl, oh my God. Wait, hold on, know. hold on, which one? Which one's more toxic? Dead by Daylight Dead or Sims? Daylight. Dead by Daylight for sure. <laughs> but at the time, because I was still developing it in high sure. school, I would have said Sims, to be honest, because everything was traumatic, of course, when you're like in high school and your brain is not fully formed, like everything. And you're probably worse. more dramatic. Oh, for sure. I was like, oh my God, like I'm so famous. Like I have all these people wanting me to make them into Sims. Like, okay, bitch, like calm yourself down. You had like 600 followers. Not that that's like, you know, like whatever. Right. Back then it was good. But let's be real be fucking for real like that's not that much but i was like oh my god like whatever i'm popping off like fuck that no i was not um but twitch is just so different but now it's like i for a time i really enjoy dvd and it was kind of what i started back with to be honest like when i first started streaming again Mm -hmm. um i sort of like committed to playing that game a lot because it has really good viewership okay but they will not follow you to anything else they will only come for dvd and i figured that out quickly so it (laughs) fucked with my viewership pretty badly because it's like i try to do just chatting and usually that gets you more people if anything Mm -hmm. and then tried a few other games just to bring a little bit of variation because i never said that i was like a specific dvd streamer right and it's not that i don't like the game whatever i got so burnt out because that's all anyone wanted to see like and i'm like why though like literally we're not even doing that much this is a repeated type of game it's not even like i don't know i feel like in fortnite like yes it's repetitive but there's so much shit within the matches that like anything can go down you know what i mean like dvd it's like okay fix your generators you either escape or you don't and you get murdered in some way maybe whatever (laughs) Not that I'm hating on it, because, like, I still sometimes played play it, but I'm like, are y'all good? Like, you just want to watch murders all day? Like, yes, I'm spooky, but, like, you probably <laughs> need to be a therapist. Like, I'm sorry. That's all you're going to watch, for real? And I shit you not, girl. Like, okay, so I stopped playing it for a long time. I uninstalled it, because I was like, I'm just so burnt out. I can't. And they also were having problems, and then the community was being toxic as fuck. And then, all of a sudden, like, um... Like, I, I was like, I finally redownloaded it when they had an update. And I was like, cool, this is great. 
um i'll try it again you know i'm never i'm just gonna like play it here and there i'm not committing to it i'm you know whatever i'll just play it like one time i go to play it and i get all these people back and i was like what it's been six months not that i'm trying to be like you're obligated to come to my stream but let's be for real y'all just want to see me only play dvd i'm like why why is that like what the heck is happening like i don't understand so that just kind of made me mad and turned me off completely to wanting to play that on stream because it's like yes you get good views and stuff but the unless you want to play only that for the rest of your damn twitch career then like you're kind of fucked honestly so i was just like nope not gonna do that um but that's something that i really haven't talked about that much that just really gets on my nerves i'm like is our is my personality that shitty that you just want to watch me murder things or be murdered like it's a little questionable i i feel that though because like i started out exclusively doing pool content but i uh-huh. was like okay well i don't always just want to be half naked for you guys just to yeah. stare at me because like chat wasn't always like popping off like i know what y'all doing yeah. I ain't stupid. I know you're talking Let's about be real. But, like, then when I, like, do, like, just chatting or Call of Duty and stuff, then it's not as great. So I've been mm-hmm. doing more tub content to... A, I, I only do it if I'm in the mood. I don't do it consistently because, like, I want to make sure that I'm having fun and I'm putting out the right energy to make mm-hmm. people want to come to other streams. Like, I want them to, like, my personality and stuff, too. I know what they're mm-hmm. there for, though. I'm not stupid. But... Well, I get it. I get it. Uh, I feel like with the numbers, it's it's literally just, like, it's got to be such a good mix of doing things that, like, you don't always want to do mixed mm-hmm. with the things that you want to do. And it just kind of sucks because, like, I do wish people would be around regardless. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand that's not ever going to be the case. Yeah. Um, because, like, even when I, like, do, like, switch sports or just dance, like, yeah, I'm not in a bikini, but then they're still seeing, like, my body. Like, I feel like there's a lot of my viewers are male. A yeah. lot of my viewers are probably just coming to check me out, which is fine. And the compliments mm-hmm. have definitely boosted my self-esteem over the years. Sure. So I love that yeah. for me. Uh, but, you know, it it is kind of disappointing and kind of sucks. And I, I agree with that. I feel like... It, Sometimes it makes me, like, look, and it's like, okay, well, is my personality really that shitty that they're just coming here to stare at my ass? So For real, because you're thinking, like, okay, well, if they're only watching me when I'm doing this, or even with DVD, you're like, are you just, am I just the person you want to stare at play this game right. versus someone else? You know what I mean? Because it's like, if you're not willing to watch me play anything else, is it just, like, I'm just the most desirable person to look at to play, like, because you're going to watch this game anyway? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just very... It's a weird concept, I think, and I don't know about you, but, like, how how have you felt about, like, your shower streams and, like, tub streams and things like that? Have, like, they been hard to, I guess, like, want to get into, like, if the chat is, like, slower, I guess? Because I noticed when I did, like, a hot tub stream, because I, um, I, like, did a goal for it and everything... It was really tough because I felt like I was having to, like, overcompensate almost because, like, I kind of knew what people were there for. But at the same time, like, there wasn't a ton of chatting, but there was a lot of viewers. And I was like, okay, like, how do I keep this going? Do I keep talking? Do I just stand here? Like, I don't know. It's I feel like sometimes it's even harder than just chatting because it's like you're trying to come up with content, you know, but nobody's fucking right. responding. 
so when I first started, it was very weird and very awkward. And it was so intimidating because, like, I had, like, I consistently in Florida was getting 150 to 200 people every day. Yeah. And it was, like, it was, it was so exciting, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I'm, like, holy fucking shit. Like, yeah, like you said, like, what do I talk about? What do I do? And I was such a fucking weird, awkward person. And so I would start to drink, and then I would kind of get out of my shell. Uh, yeah. But when I when I did the pool streams, I literally either just sat there or laid there. But then I would have, like, the bit and sub incentives to, like, jump in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um but I was at a public pool because it was my apartment complex's pool. So then, you know, I had, like, mm-hmm. people around staring and, like, conflicts and drama and stuff. So I'm honestly glad I'm out of that. Transitioning yeah. into the cold weather and the tub streams, I actually kind of enjoy because I manually get to adjust my temperature continuously. Which, I mean, if I know, oh. if I had, like, an inflatable hot tub, it would be really nice. But also that mm-hmm. takes up space. And that's... Yeah, they like, do take a long time to heat, to be honest. Yeah. One of my friends has one and it's, like... It took literally overnight to get to just 80 degrees and then, like, a ton more hours to get up to, like, 100. Like, it was insane. Yeah. No. I'll just do the bathtub that I don't use and fill it and unfill it and adjust the temperature Mm -hmm. as I see fit. Uh, What I don't like about it is if I sit down because my feet hurt because standing in a bathtub for two hours isn't comfortable. If I sit down, Mm -hmm. then the mirrors leave. So then I have to be standing up. And then I get more of those, like, shitty comments of, like, uh, show ass, shake ass, turn around, that type of shit, which at this point doesn't bother me as much, thankfully. But what I have done is, since I don't publish those uh, VODs, because I'm trying to reapply for partner for my second time, and uh, the rumor is, is if you have pool-related, any type of pool, any water Mm -hmm. content, um, clips or VODs up on your channel you're less likely to get approved. You can put those up when your partner, mm-hmm. uh, and then they don't care. You won't get, like, in trouble. But it's just, it kind of deters them from wanting to accept your partner application. Um, yeah. So because I know that it's not going to be a VOD, and I don't have to worry about copyright and music, I can listen yeah. to whatever I want. And more times than not, I try to just imagine, and, like, the disco lights help. It's, it adds to the vibe. I basically almost, if the chat is slow, which thankfully chat hasn't been as slow as like it used to be for my pool streams, Mm -hmm. but uh, they'll either say something that will trigger like three stories and then I won't even pay attention to chat. I'll just like tell the three stories and then get caught up on chat. So it's almost like I try to think of it as I'm hanging out with a friend. If I have a drink in the tub, fine. If not, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with not. I don't always need to have a drink in the tub. I've realized. Um, But it's more of just having fun and the best way to put it is you know those days that you're in the best mood you have the best spotify playlist the shuffles just mm-hmm. right and you're mm-hmm. vibing and dancing in the while you're taking a shower and you're you know doing the exfoliating and all the self-care stuff yeah that's what i try to put into my tub streams like vibe wise because i gotcha. know that that will ha- have me have the most fun and want to do the tub streams and also, because I'm in a good headspace and having fun, then it's going to make people want to chat. And it's going to make people want to check out my other content. Because then they're getting to know me and not just what's on the screen. Yeah. And that's really nice, too. Because it's like, 
you i feel like a lot of people will stay for the long haul when they get to know you more like it's a lot it might and i think like it's kind of annoying too that they you do get deterred from partner if you are like a pool or tub streamer like whatever because of the fact that it's like okay but that's not my fault that that's what people are watching right if that was if people are maybe watching something else maybe i wouldn't have to do this and not saying anything like regardless but it's like if that's what the popular content is then you should be able to get partnered from it and i don't think that it should be able to be deterred that way because it's like if you're gonna turn someone away for getting too popular too quickly on you know a tub stream or whatever that's not my fault that that's what's popular and that's what's popping off and that's what's getting the views like that just is what it is if you aren't okay with that then they should take it off of their platform but like they won't because they're making way too much money from it oh 100 percent. i just think it's like kind of rude to be like yeah you don't deserve partner because like you're doing like pub streams and that's easy and i'm like no it's actually incredibly hard because you're constantly putting yourself out there you're opening yourself up to so many more negative comments and it's also difficult because i've noticed that you feel almost inclined to keep people that are a little more disrespectful in your chat because you know like maybe they'll you know like keep the chatting going or they'll like you know whatever and it's like annoying because like i've even had my mods whenever i've done those types of streams like i did a bunch of beach streams um Mm -hmm. when i went on a vacation and a lot of the time we had to like figure out we're like should we ban this person or is this okay because of like the content that i'm making right now like it's it's a really weird line to ride and i mean i know they can deny people for partner for a lot of things i just think it's kind of like it's kind of like degrading almost that they would be like no oh you're a cool streamer we don't want you making yeah or you're yeah or you're like not valued enough at our for us to like put that stamp on you and you're like okay so you're okay with me making all this money for you in one sense but then in the other sense like you don't want to partner me because you don't value like the content that i'm making which is like not cool at all you know it's actually kind of wild because they literally will uh deny applications for any and all reasons the reason Mm -hmm. why my i thought my application was denied uh I know some in, some people in chat know this story. I don't know if you know this story. Uh, I do so know. I no. the, I had hit a, like t- for a partner super fucking quick because of mm-hmm. I was doing the tub streams and like I was way past the seventy five average, which was like I, yeah. I was on such a fucking high those first fu- few months that like I'm like oh my god I already hit affiliate oh I've already can apply for partner oh my god these views and just I I was on such a fucking high that. I thought it would be a good idea to apply for partner the minute I could. And I did. Yeah. Uh, the next day, I got banned for three days. Because uh, I accidentally, no. just barely, violated the terms of service. Uh, I was very, very drunk. So that's also on me. But I thought it would be funny to step on a step stool. That's why I have a, a step stool emote in chat. Is mm-hmm. because I, I will never forget this ban and it will never happen again. But... I stepped on the step stool, and because the camera angle wasn't just right, you could actually mm-hmm. see uh, only my ass and legs. And so, because then the camera was focused on my ass, then oh. it was technically against terms of service. So, like, <sighs> fine, I get it. But I think what had happened is because I applied for partner the day before, I think mm-hmm. that someone from Twitch kind of like popped in to like see mm-hmm. who's applying for partner. 
Uh, and I, I mean, I was growing so fucking quick also. I think I'd hit yeah, like 3,000 people in like less than three months. Like it is fucking mind blowing. And That's so I think insane. they. And now I've been stagnant, unfortunately, but it's okay. Well, 2023, New Year. But, uh, yeah, so I think it was, like, a a whole combination of shit together between getting availability for partners so quick and then the Mm -hmm. terms of service and all that. But they came back with me in the email and said the reason why my application was signed, which, first of all, it took them months upon months upon months to finally get back to me. But when they did, they literally just said... Oh, you don't have clips and VODs on your channel, so we couldn't review your content, so we're going to have to deny it. What? Yep. Although, I know for a fucking fact that they had to have, on the back end, been able to, like, check VODs if they really wanted to. So... Oh, they can. Yeah. That's what I've always been told, that they can reference it. When was this that you were popping off? Was this last year, or...? Yeah. It, uh, so I started fully streaming March of last year, and Mm -hmm. it all happened in May damn yeah it like honestly like so much and so it and it was also in the peak of like hot tub streaming like when it was like full-fledged everybody and their mom was always watching that content because like i feel like it's definitely slowed down i don't think it's dead but i definitely feel like it's Mm -hmm. slowed down uh i agree I've, i've been noticing that too but yeah it it was uh it was it was wild it's definitely one that I will never forget. Mm-mm. That just sucks too, because you could have had partner and like it got denied for a dumb reason. Well, I think I I'm gonna have to t- check some timestamps, but I think I also have to wait out another six month ban situation where I uploaded a dancing hazel in a bikini mm-hmm. emote, and they denied it. I re-uploaded it. They approved it. It was up for a month. Then they denied it again. And then because what? I had a banned emote at this point, uh, I think I might have to wait, like, the six months to, like, officially have that, like, fall off my Twitch record. Because, like, oh. if, you get a, if you get banned, you can apply for partner again, but, like, you're mm-hmm. automatically just going to be denied. So you have to wait six yeah. months for that ban to fall off. Uh, oh, I didn't for know that. if you, like, go to reapply for it to, like, actually be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I did not know that it would just stay either. Well, I think it's permanently always going to be there so that they, like, have record of it. But it won't affect things anymore. Like, yeah, your ability or eligibility for stuff. I know somebody that got denied because they were doing too much React content. Too much what? Like, reacting content. They got in trouble for that? Yeah, they got... That's why they got um, denied. So, I don't know if that's the real reason they got denied or not, but they were pulling really big numbers and stuff and, like, doing really well, and they just got denied because they were doing too much React content, apparently, which I didn't think that was a problem, but apparently yeah, it I is. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, is that maybe because you're, like, spending too much time, like... Watching other people's stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. But I'm like, if that was the case, then I feel like they should make a rule about it or something instead of just being like, this is why we're, you know, you're like, what if someone builds their entire thing off of reacting, which is like a very big thing for a lot of people. 
And then suddenly they're like, no more reacting people can like get partnered or something. And you're like, you're like, okay, what do you want me to do? I guess just differentiate the content. But sometimes that that's really so hard. Weird. If, yeah, like, because this person, like, they built their stuff a lot off of that, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of unfair <laughs> at that point. I, I feel like that there had to have been something else underlying with that. Because, like, for instance, there's a YouTuber that I watch. And strictly because he does reacting content, and I think he's fucking hilarious. But yeah. he is actually also partnered on Twitch. So, like, I know that there are plenty of reacting Twitch streamers that they are okay with having partnered. Mm-hmm. So, I, I in, in that sense, just, like, I feel like they, my reason I probably actually got denied was because of the ban, which is fine. But, like, I feel like they almost give a half-ass excuse, and they're just not being honest. Yeah, I think so, too, because they, they're going to say anything that, like, almost deters you from applying again. And then also, like, it's going to completely send you in the opposite direction from what you probably didn't get approved of because or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, oh, well, we got to, you know, if you reapply, they're like, oh, we also have to deny you because it's other reason. Like, and you're like, OK, well, I, I guess I'm never getting it. Then I don't know. Um but I feel like the hard thing about that is, like, if you do go to TwitchCon or you do have all these other things, like, there are benefits that you get, like, as a partner. And it just sucks if you are hitting those numbers consistently. Yep. Because if you really think about it, there are so many people that have the partner stamp that are just, they literally got it because they're in an org and they have 100 followers and they've never streamed and they're partnered. Like, have you seen that? That's No. So... I actually found this because of, like, somebody came in my chat that was partnered, and they were talking all this big shit and stuff, and I, like, went on their channel, and they had, like, a hundred followers and stuff, and they, like, maybe streamed once, if at all, and then I looked on their site to see, like, what their links were, and they were Mm -hmm. part of an org, and, like, if they work, if people work for an organization, or, like, they need to get partnered because they're affiliated with like certain people or whatever like you can get partnered without hitting the requirements obviously shit yeah so it just kind of makes me irritated that they deny a lot of people and then they'll go and let somebody just because they work at an org and they're not even affiliated with streaming or anything just like have the partner badge i'm like that doesn't make any sense no it doesn't and honestly, like, that's just more frustrating than anything because it's, it's mm-hmm. like for the people who bust our ass and deserve it and then just to basically get slapped in the face, like, mm-hmm. so annoying. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's just unfair because then it's like they get all the benefits of a partner who literally mm-hmm. like didn't and they didn't have to work for it at all. And it's like, I understand that, you know, there's going to be certain people that automatically get it like Snoop Dogg. Sure. Okay, no one's gonna deny Snoop Dogg a partner badge. Okay, but like none of us, none of us thought they would, and he's obviously right. gonna have all the viewers for it and stuff. But like, I wouldn't be mad if Snoop Dogg had a hundred followers and they automatically partnered him. That's just like verifying him as that creator, right. whatever. But it's like people that have no intention of streaming and like whatever. I'm like, why do they need a badge then? Is it just so that they have extra privileges places? Like, are they can say that they're a partner so like it makes them look better for their you know their org or whatever their business they're a part of you know mm-hmm. and it's just really weird because i'm like then you have people come in your chat and they're like oh yeah like i'm partnered like i'm gonna have all these meetings with twitch and stuff and then like i had somebody do that and i was like i don't even know who you are like i don't really care that you're partnered like 
right. go away you're freaking me out like but it's <laughs> it's like they'll use that title to seem like they're cooler or whatever like and then like honestly i couldn't give a shit less but also like go away like why do you think that just because you have a badge it's gonna make me like like you more i guess i don't know right and you didn't even earn it so it's like why do i care yeah i don't that's just stupid in my opinion yeah but no there i know that uh apart from you know like if snoop dogg just wanted to get partnered to have a yeah for him to be verified uh, there are actual, uh, like, for instance, I know that uh, Claudio from uh, Cam- Coheed Cambrio, he streams. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I mean, I guess I haven't been on his stream for a little bit, but I almost yeah. guarantee he's a partner. So yeah. I, I feel like celebrities, like, and, like, actual famous people, like, sure. I feel like they, even if they don't stream, I can see it going that way. I completely mm-hmm. agree with that, but it's whatever. Yeah, it's just crazy. Oh, I do have a question for you, though. This came up over the holidays, and I would love to know your opinion. So, my nephew watches Twitch. He's young. He's, like, 11. And it made me think because... So whenever I, I saw him for the holidays, he was like, I got banned in this girl's chat because I asked her for a carry and... um. Like, she banned me immediately because I hadn't even said hi. And, like, you know, I asked to play with her or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I've done that before, too. Like, if you just ask to play with someone consistently, you've never been there and you're not saying hi and you're just automatically asking to play with them, that's a little sus and they don't know anything about you. And, like, it just made me really think about how, like, kids don't understand Twitch etiquette. And I'm wondering, like, how many kids have we all like banned because they just don't know twitch etiquette and they're sitting there like what did i do like i just wish there was like some sort of guidelines for them because i was trying to teach him i was like yes honey like you're gonna get banned from people's chats if you do these things because they don't know you you could be anyone they don't know that you're you and it's not your fault but like we have we have to protect ourselves like and I'm just like, I wish there was some sort of like Twitch etiquette that they would like have people watch because it's like, he just legitimately didn't understand like why, even after I explained it. Cause he's like a child. Like, it's just, I'm like, you shouldn't even be on here first of all, but like, you know, it just made me wonder like how many kids were banning that aren't trying even to be trolls. They just legitimately don't know the etiquette. In my experience, when a child comes into my chat, I immediately mm-hmm. know they're a child because they're too stupid to not give their age out. They'll legit yeah. be like, I'm 17. Because, like, it, yeah, you're not a child, but at the same time, like, I do have my channel labeled as mature and uh, 18 plus because of, A, the topics that we talk about, the cussing, uh, lots of booty mm-hmm. shorts, and then the swimsuits. So, like, I am labeling my channel correctly so I don't get in trouble. So when exactly. a child comes into my chat and they tell me their age, I just immediately ban them. And I had one unbanned request from one of them. And they're like, I accidentally mistyped my age. And it's like, no, you didn't. You, I, you're, you're, still, you're still under 18. Let's not, yeah. let's not play. Like, and I'm just like, if you hadn't said your age, like, you were fine. Like, they weren't, like, like you said, they weren't acting trolly. They weren't, like, obnoxious. Like, they're yeah. fine in chat. And then they revealed their age, and I was like, sorry. Like, you can't take that risk. And especially, nope. like, what how, What would that say about us if we, you know, 
if we allow them to stay after knowing they're under 18 and or even if they're we can kidding, get in trouble. it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we have to, I, and I was trying to explain to him, I was like, you know, there's, there's certain etiquette like you have to follow. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but like you will get banned for these things because the streamer has to protect themselves and just like how they may not want to game with you because they don't know who you are. Like, you know who you are, but they don't know. Like, you could be anyone trying to get them banned, you know? And he kind of understood it after I said it like that, but I'm like, there just needs to be some sort of like, I don't know. It's already an issue that they can still see the 18 plus content just by clicking the button, but I don't really know how you can get around that because you can lie about your age on like any right. website, you know? But at the same time, it's like, it just made me wonder. I was like, wow, it's probably actually like not even that many trolley people. It's probably a lot of kids that just don't know what the hell they're doing. And they just are like, hey, I need a carry, please. like play this game with me and I keep asking and you're like literally no sorry I don't know you but they don't understand they're like why you're just like because I don't know who you are like I, I think it depends on the game because like yeah, I'm gonna absolutely. look at this like two different ways between like so for instance I have a friend who plays among us and she'll let mm -hmm. anybody join from chat she'll give out the code let anybody join but like yeah among Us already puts censors on their chat anyways. So, like, if someone did say something really nasty, it's going to be just asterisked out. Right. Uh, which, I mean, I don't mind cussing, but, like, who knows what type of wild shit they might try to say in that chat. Yeah. So, uh, Among I mean, Us like, has, like, a censored thing. thing. And there's yeah. no voice chat. I have recently, I'll let, um, like, I have a few very loyal um, people in chat that I know, and I know that they wouldn't mm -hmm. ever be weird or anything, that I play Call right. of Duty with. That if they do do voice chat, like talk, I know that they're not going to go so crazy that I'm going to potentially get in trouble for playing their voice chat through the, the stream. However, uh, you actually made me kind of think about this in another light then. Because mm -hmm. uh, I recently did let somebody who was not regular in my chat recently mm -hmm. join a, a game of Call of Duty. And what's even kind of worse than that is they brought a friend with them into the oh. lobby. Mm -hmm. And, like, thankfully it was fine, and it yep. wasn't, like, weird or anything, but, like, who knows what these strangers could say to get, and then potentially you get in trouble, or even, yeah. like, that, like, bringing your friends into my lobby as well. So mm -hmm. I straight up had to call them out. I'm like, okay, who's who's this person that's in my lobby right now? I don't know you. Okay, what about yeah. you? Who are you with? Who do you know in this lobby that you, like, came here with? Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, but that goes, with, like we were talking about at the very beginning, when we were waiting on shit to load and work and everything, mm -hmm. you know, guest star, like, you I, I, you informed me, because I didn't know that uh, you won't get marked if, like, someone said something like that. But, like, you know, through Discord, mm -hmm. if someone says something during your stream and you can get in trouble, same thing goes for those voice chats. If something yeah. in a Call of Duty lobby gets said and you're streaming, like, you could get in trouble. Yeah, you're held responsible. They're like, yep. you're supposed to be monitoring your own content. Even yep. though I think that's kind of unfair because it's like, imagine if the guest star rules didn't apply. Imagine if I said something so horrible that I knew I'd get you banned and then I wouldn't get banned because I'm not on my own stream. Like, you right. know what I mean? That's like, that's, I don't think that's fair unless like you knew that somebody was that way or something. But I'm like, if someone just pops off in a random lobby, like how am I supposed to know they were going to do that? You know right. what I mean? Like, especially in games like cod or something like if you're doing random cues like you're not gonna know every single person and i don't really think you should be like 
I don't. I just don't think you should be responsible for what those people are going to say. It's different if you're squatting up with people that you play with every single day, and then that person says something. You're like, sure. oh, well, you're kind of responsible for that. Like you're around these people all the time. Yeah. Whatever. I could see the justification for that, even though I'm still like, I'm not that human being. I'm not really responsible for what comes out of their mouth. But regardless, I could kind of see the justification. But it's like, if I'm in a game and there's a VC, and sometimes like you, you may even have the settings to turn off the VC, but then it got turned back on or whatever. Like, you just never know. There's so many, yeah. and I guess like that's why it would be like a temp ban but at the same time i'm just kind of like that's just kind of unfair and it's even like disqualified people from like playing certain games or anything like that and i'm just like there's like kids in cod you know what i mean like should they be playing it probably not but they're still in there and they're gonna say some weird sus things because they think it's funny like some of the things my nephews tell me like i know they play cod and stuff but the way they talk i'm like they think it's like hilarious to be like absolute nightmares i'm just like and i know that that's like probably the vibe of like most young boys like on cod and like mm -hmm. on the internet and i'm just like i i should not be held responsible for what any of these gremlins are saying like i'm not it's not my fault if i get put in a lobby with a 10 year old like they need to figure that out why that's <laughs> happening like i but again again like you said though if they lie about their age then they're gonna yeah, be put exactly. you know it doesn't really matter because when That's you, true. I'm pretty sure I had to put my birthday in when I created an Activision ID. Yeah, so, so even if they are younger, that's like not on you because yeah. you know they lied about it. Do you find that it's like hard with COD and stuff that you do get a lot of like people that are obviously like younger and it's like hard to play with them? Uh, not really. I mean, I think there's only been one or two times like in all of the matches that I've played that I like can tell that it's a child, <laughs> but like yeah, even those few occasions like they didn't really say anything that was so fucking weird or mm -hmm. uh they didn't game so bad that like you know it held the team back or anything like kids nowadays they be they know how to game they know how to work technology they they can mm -hmm. do it all so no i i don't and even then like i don't have concrete proof because like yeah. even someone on the internet like you know if someone said it in my chat i'm reliable because that's my chat and i need to ban them but if, like, someone playing Call of Duty is like, haha, I'm 13, but yeah. you're actually fucking 43, like, so yeah, it's like, not what? like I would want to go and mute that person just mm -hmm. because they said their age. Because they're not right. even watching my stream necessarily, so, like, yeah, I, I don't, at that point, I don't feel like I'm held accountable until they start saying some dumb shit and then I have to mute them. Yeah, that makes sense. I think one of the funniest times I ever had was um, when I got a code to the Ghostbusters game. So I got to play it like beforehand. One of my mm -hmm. friends like had access to it and she needed people to play with. So she got me a code and we were playing it. And there was this one kid. It was hilarious. Like it was definitely a kid. Like they probably, I don't even think we were streaming. I don't know. But this kid was like screaming at like someone in his family, but like had the VC like on and, oh, like, no. then you could hear it was, like, him and, like, probably his sister were, like, fighting over, like, who was playing. And, like, they just don't know, I guess, how to turn the VC off. But it was so funny. And they were just, like, no, like, I'm playing. Like, get away from me. And I was just, like, oh, my God. Somebody needs to wrangle these children. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about a lot of the negatives. Give mm -hmm. me your best experience you've ever had on stream. Doesn't it doesn't matter necessarily circumstance. It doesn't always have to be like you got the most followers or the most donations. Like maybe it was like just the funnest time that you ever had. 
who you know one thing comes to mind um one of the most fun times i had on stream was playing red dead redemption for the first time it was so funny because like me and my friends went in with absolutely no plan no like anything and we just like fucked around and it was so funny because like we didn't realize for example that like if you weren't in a posse or whatever like you could tie each other up and so they tied me to like the railroad track and like a train <laughs> right over me and i was like you son of a bitch and then, like then i accidentally like stole a wagon and then like the the freaking like wagon police i don't even know were like after me and i was like and they were like are you coming and i was like i think i accidentally just stole this wagon i shouldn't have done this and they're like oh my god and it was just so funny because like the entire thing was like so unhinged but i mm -hmm. I, I laughed so much like i think that's like some of the most fun type of streams and like just like when you can't stop laughing you yes. know what i mean like whenever you remember specifically like this was so long ago too and i was like wearing a cowboy hat and like <laughs> my friends were trying to do like southern western accents but they're like oh, from god. the netherlands so they were like i see you running girl and i was just like oh my god like this is this is too much <laughs> But that was probably uh, one of that was probably the most positive because it was just so funny the whole time. I didn't even have that many people watching. It didn't matter. It was just right. hilarious. I I feel like times like that though are probably the best mm -hmm. because like it doesn't matter if like you have a ton of viewers because like yeah some of the times that like I, I I agree with you if I'm laughing and having a blast like that's probably more like positive and sticks out to me also. Yeah. Uh, but. You know, even just having a few viewers and it's your loyal viewers just popping off, off cuff, mm -hmm. just like, just saying the most dumb shit, but like in a good way. And you're just like mm -hmm. dying laughing. Cause like shit last oh. night during the tub stream, even, I don't even remember what was said, but I just remember someone bringing something up and I would like told a story and the story mm -hmm. was so obnoxious that I was just like cry laughing in the bathtub. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So I, I'm 100% there with you. I, I completely agree. It's those times that, like, it, it's just so much fun and it's just so funny. I think it's, like, have you seen in that, that trend on TikTok that's, like, moments that change my brain chemistry? I feel like it's, like, streams like that that, like, you remember the most that are, like, changes your brain chemistry or whatever, <laughs> like, almost. It's, like, it, it's just, like, milestones, even if it wasn't necessarily, like, you know, I got a bunch of money or I got a bunch of subs or like whatever. It's just like, yes, you'll probably remember those times too. But it's like, especially when you're first starting out. I mean, I punched a horse for God's sake on accident and the horse like <laughs> kicked me and I like died from being kicked by the horse. Like it was just so funny and so unhinged. I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know any of the controls. Like I was punching everything. It was so bad. Oh That's how you did too. But it's just like things like that. You're just like, wow, like that was freaking fun and i'm glad i had a recording of that because like now i can go back and look at it and be like wow that was really funny but it's also times like that that make you want to keep streaming because like you, it's just so fun that it's like okay well i want to keep streaming and have more like things like this happen mm -hmm. and then it it helps with all the like bullshit and negativity that we deal with to then be mm -hmm. like okay but like i could be having this much fun right now exactly that's kind of why i've recently gotten into gta roleplay because it's like the chat isn't always popping off that much when you do it but it's because they're like legitimately enjoying like watching it because it's hilarious mm -hmm. like you never know what's going to happen it's like watching a tv show like i enjoy watching people play gta rp even if it's not a server even if i don't know them like anything it's just funny 
because it's like you have to react to any crazy shit that goes on like if if there's like a, a glitch in the map and a car is flying you have to like react as if a car is like flying in the air like i was like oh my god like i pretended i like one time i like pretended like uh because i my character's from london or whatever because well it's, it's probably Los harry Angeles. potter flying in that car then yeah that's what i said i was like oh this must be one of those hollywood stunts you know like for the movie or something like this looks exactly like harry potter like it was just so funny i was just like but it's shit like that and you're just like it's so unhinged and i feel like content like that is like so fun um just to be able to like look back on and those make really good clips and youtube videos too um shit like that like mm -mm. i think you it's your uh your british accent just insulted half of chat right now okay that wasn't even my full british accent okay (laughs) that wasn't even my real one all right that was my improv one you know it's not great but (laughs) everyone okay wait hold on redemption time give us your best british accent okay let me drink some water hold on (laughs) maybe i'll I'll speak in character of my gta rp oh no oh fuck hold on yeah you're good oh no what is going on um my name is alice and uh, i'm from london i have a very very uh exciting life there but then i moved to los santos and honestly there's so much crime it's very scary not really sure what's going on there um it's a lot of issues happening on the daily um i've gotten murdered and stabbed multiples of times um i've got sent to the hospital in my first four hours of being in the game or i mean in los santos i mean like it's literally just like that you know <laughs> like it's it's a little bit better sometimes because it's like but my problem is that i pull from different areas because i've seen so much like british tv that it's yeah. like oh my god like i'm like i'm saying i'm from this place but i'm getting like a cockney accent or like <laughs> an accent from somewhere else in there and it's like not good and uh thank you thank you i'm, I'm glad all is forgiven for now um, i will try better Okay. Well, I it was a pleasure having you on here. I had so much fun. You absolutely have to come back because, like, yeah, chat has already determined. They said so far of the three podcast episodes, which I mean, three is not a lot, but of the three, that this has been the best one yet. So that means you have to come back. I would love to come back. Thank you for having me. I was so honored. I was like, I felt bad whenever you asked me before I could do it. I was like, I hope I get another chance. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like if someone's if someone's busy, like I get it, cause like yeah. I I understand that like life works. People have other priorities. They have pre plans and all sorts of like nonsense. Uh, not nonsense. A lot of shit just going on in their life. So like I totally get it and I totally understand. And yeah, no, you're you're we're all always welcome to come whenever worked for you. And I would yeah. absolutely love to have you back. I would love that. This was so fun. I love talking about this type of stuff. Uh, honestly, I, when I haven't had a one-on-one conversation with someone yet, like, cause like, for instance, like the first person I had on was Vivian and I had never had like a one-on-one conversation with her, but I had had a one-on-one, uh, like video chat call with Luna before, which was yeah. last week or not last week, but last episodes. I'm like, mm-hmm. so I haven't had like a one-on-one with you yet. And I'm like, fuck. All right. I need to make sure I have all of my list of questions in case there is any awkward or like silence or anything uh 
So think no, thankfully, like I didn't even get through everything. But I already oh. know that like when I go to publish this, it gets mad at me when I do over an hour. But I don't even fucking care because mm-hmm. the first episode is three hours. So yeah, the service can fuck off. But fuck off. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well we have way more to talk about and way more to touch on in another episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for being on here. Tell uh, all of the boys, girls, and non-binary folks uh, what your your username is on all socials. It's Haunted Youth uh, on Twitch. We have Haunted Youth TV on Twitter and Instagram. And if you just go to Haunted Youth, you can find all my links there in Twitch. I have a link tree. Um, yeah, and I'll probably be live sometime later today with some GTA RP. So thank well, you. Well, I was going to say, if you want to go live right now, I will wait and then I'll raid you. That's up Ooh. to you if you want to go right now or not. Or if you have like stuff to do. I have stuff to do first, okay. but I'll be live no later. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, thank you for coming on, and uh, it, was, it was a pleasure chatting with you, and can't wait to have you on again later. So Yes, I can't wait you. to go on later. It's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, so that concludes tonight's episode of uh, That Girl Next Door podcast. Uh, it was a blast. It was a pleasure. I'm going to take some ibuprofen and lay the fuck down. Uh drink some more water, and potentially try to eat. Yeah, your girl is still hella fucking hungover, and I still feel very much like death right now. 